This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Hi, family. So glad I can be back teaching the Word of God with you again. So glad. Now, on Saturday, December 26th, Pastor Bev had some flu-like symptoms. So we took her for a COVID test, and she was positive. Now, so for the last few days, she's had mild symptoms. Thank God she's staying on the Word, and she's doing fine. However, because of that, I am also now having to be quarantined. And uh, so I'm taking the opportunity of looking after her and also working from home. Now, I will not be, obviously, you can see now, I'm not speaking live in San Antonio this weekend. I'm doing this by video, the same as I'm doing for Johannesburg for this reason. All right. Praise the Lord. The title of my message for this weekend the first weekend of January 2021 is don't let 2020 stop you from being positive about 2021. The weekend of January 16 and 17, two weeks away, I will be teaching a message titled My Journey Through the Valley of the shadow of death. Again, my journey through the valley of the shadow of death. I will talk about my physical and spiritual experience. I'll explain how God arranged doctors and circumstances to save my life. I'm referring to the heart attack I had on November the 3rd. All right, let's begin our message, Judges chapter 6 and verse 1. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Again, the Israelites did what was evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites fled to the mountains where they made hiding places for themselves in caves and in dens. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, marauders, that's plunderers, from Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east would attack Israel. Camping in the land and destroying crops as far away as Gaza. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, oxen, and donkeys. These enemy hoarders, coming with their cattle and tents, as thick as locusts, arrived on droves of camels to numerous account, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. So Israel was reduced 
to starvation by the Midianites. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. Now skip down to verse 10 to find out why this happened to the Israelites. I told you, I am the Lord your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you now live, but you have not listened to me. So God said, I am the God that delivered you from the land of Egypt, bondage, out of slavery, and brought you to the land of blessing in Canaan. But you chose to worship the idols of the Amorites instead. Your sin has brought you into bondage again, just like it was back in Egypt. But God is about to deliver them once more. What a merciful God. 2020 has been a very challenging year for all of us. Just to mention some of the disappointments that we have all had, we've all had to endure COVID-19. Many businesses have closed down permanently. Many have lost their jobs permanently through no fault of their own. And on top of all this, some have made stupid mistakes, all in 2020. Even though the challenges we are facing today in our world may be because of different reasons than the challenges the Israelites were facing back there, if God delivered the Israelites and we survived 2020, then God is well able to keep us through 2021. If we have made mistakes, we can ask God to forgive us, and he will. Deep in the back of many believers' minds, they think, because I've made mistakes, I've got to live with these problems for the rest of my life. That's not true. That's the devil's lie. He's trying to keep us defeated. In Colossians 1.13, we read, God has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us or transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. We were slaves of the devil. Now we are children of God living in the kingdom of Jesus. If God was able to bring the children of Israel through those difficult times, then God is able to bring the children of Jesus through 2021. The Bible tells us in Judges 6, verse 11, Now then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the oak tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abizur. Gideon, son of Joash, had been threshing wheat at the bottom of the winepress to hide the grain from the Midnights. 
Threshing was the process of separating the grains of wheat from the useless outer shell called the chaff. This was normally done in a large area, often on a hill, where the wind could blow away the lighter chaff when the farmer tossed the beaten wheat into the air. If Gideon had done this, however, he would have been an easy target for the bands of raiders who were overrunning the land. Therefore, being afraid, Gideon was forced to thresh his wheat in a wine press, which is a pit that was probably hidden from view, a hole. But it would have been very difficult to breathe down in that wine pit. Then the Lord appeared to Gideon in Judges chapter 6, verse 12. The Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. All right, skip down to verse 14, please. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midnights. I am sending you. But Lord Gideon replied, How can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh and I am the least in my father's family. The Lord said to him, I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midnights as if you were fighting against one man. What a great promise. Gideon says, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh. I am the least in my father's house. Clearly, Gideon is afraid. Gideon sees himself as a failure. Even so, God has a purpose for Gideon's life. God says to him, you are a mighty man of valor. God has a job for each of us in 2021. Every one of us are mighty men and women of valor because the Lord is worth each and every one of us. Romans 8.31, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Say this with me, please. God is with me like he was with Gideon. Say that again. God is with me like he was with Gideon, because that's what we've just read here in Romans 8, 31. Judges 6, verse 34. The Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, then he blew the trumpet. 33,000 soldiers gathered when Gideon called his men to take up arms after blowing the trumpet. Let's look at what God says to Gideon in Judges chapter 7 and verse 2. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. If I let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they have saved themselves 
by their own strength. Now that's very important. Let's take note of that. God said, if I let all 33,000 of you fight the Midnights, you'll think you conquered them in your own strength. God's not happy with that. Don't fall into the trap of taking the honor and the glory for things that happen or good things that happen in our life. Always give God the glory because it is God that does it through us and for us. Please remember that. If the devil can trap us to think we're making all these things happen in our own ability and we don't need God, that's when things go wrong. God wants the glory. All right, so they finally ended up with 300 soldiers. And Judges chapter 7, verse 7 says, The Lord told Gideon, With these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midnights. Okay, so God says, I will give you victory with 300 men, you'll conquer the Midnights. Now, there are a few things we should note in this portion of Scripture. Very important. Number one, God saw Gideon as a mighty man of valor. Number two, Gideon saw himself as a loser. Number three, Gideon did not know God's plan for his life. He had no clue. He had no idea that he would ever conquer the Midnights for Israel with only 300 men. Perhaps you greatly underestimate God's plan for your life, just like Gideon did. Perhaps you have no idea what God has planned for you to do this year, just like Gideon. Just like Gideon, you are probably looking in the mirror and thinking, I'm the least. I could never amount to anything for God. We need to stop looking in the mirror and start looking in the Word of God. If you want a true reflection of yourself, look in God's Word. God will tell you who you are. He'll tell you who He's made you and what He can do for you and through you. All right, point number four, Gideon's impression of himself changed. And he rose to the occasion with only 300 men, he conquered the Midianites. So what caused Gideon to stop seeing himself as a loser? Gideon began listening to the word God spoke to him. He began resting in God's love and God's mercy to help him. Some of you may be thinking, but I'm not good enough. I'm just not good enough. Well, what does the Bible say? Look in the Word. Don't look in the mirror. The Bible says in Romans 3.24, Yet now God in His gracious kindness declares us not guilty. He has done this through Christ Jesus, who has freed us by taking away our sins. For God sent Jesus to take the punishment for our sins and to satisfy God's anger against us. 
Praise the Lord. When God chose Gideon, it wasn't because Gideon earned it in some way. Not at all. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 26, Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Very few of us had made it when God called us. Instead, God deliberately chose things that the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are so wise, and he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. God chose these despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important so that no one can ever boast in the presence of God. So the Bible tells us that God called the foolish people of the world and he used them to confound the wise. Amazing. Why did he do that? So that we wouldn't boast in our own strength. When I look at my own life, I have to admit, I was just a beach boy my greatest goal in life was to have a suntan in winter. You know that. And so anything that's happened beyond is <laughs> all the mercy and ability of God working. So obviously God gets all the glory for everything that's happened in my life. I'm sure you feel the same way. But never forget that we are not to boast that God have the glory. That's what he wants. And if you give him the glory, I assure you, You'll see him work mightily in your life. All right, how does God work with this bunch of losers that we just read about here in this portion of Scripture? Let's look at the very next verse to find out. God alone made it possible for you to be in Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made Christ to be wisdom itself. He is the one who made us acceptable to God. He made us pure and holy, and he gave himself to purchase our freedom. Praise God. Jesus did all that for us, child of God. The Lord Jesus puts us on. Like we slip a glove onto our hand. God can use us because he does it himself through us. God didn't choose Gideon because of anything Gideon had done. But God chose him because God is merciful and he chose the least in all of Israel to demonstrate his mercy and greatness. God has chosen us, not because we deserve it in any way, but because he is merciful and he wants to show the world his greatness, and his mercy through us. We can say like Paul the Apostle in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me 
was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. God tells us that we can confidently depend on His help because of His mercy. 2 Timothy 2.1 says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. In other words, take advantage of the grace of God. Take advantage. Make full use of. Depend on. David knew he could depend on God's mercy because God loved him. Psalm 27 verse 6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, David depended on the mercy of God as well. God is on our side, just like he was on David's side. Yes, and God is on our side as much as he was on Gideon's side. Romans 8.31, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? There came a time in Gideon's life when he stopped seeing himself as a loser and he began to see himself as a winner because God was on his side. Gideon became bold to proclaim what God was going to do for them. Look at Judges 7, verse 15. Then Gideon returned to the Israelite camp and shouted, Get up, for the Lord has given you victory over the Midianites. Get up, for the Lord has given you victory over the Midianites. This is one totally awesome statement from a man who was hiding in a winepress to a man who stands now before the Israelites and says, we've got victory before the battle takes place. God has given you the victory. He says that to them even before the battle takes place. We must stand up like Gideon and boldly proclaim what God will do for us because he is a merciful God. Even before the battle of 2021, even before the challenges of 2021, we need to boldly declare God has given us the victory. Family of God, if you'll have a look at the last 50 years or even the last 20 years, this world has progressively got more challenges, a lot worse, and the trend will continue. I don't want to tell you that 2021 is going to be the land of rainbows and ponies. It's not. It's going to be a tough year. And every year is going to be tough. But you can be assured of this one thing. God is on our side, and we will succeed no matter what happens until the rapture comes. The church is going to succeed. All right, now then. The Father tells us 
what to say when facing our problems in life. Let's listen to David's confession in Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? While he's running from King Saul, this is his confession. No wonder David was able to stay to slay his lion and slay, and slay his bear and slay the giant because of his confession. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Let's say that. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now listen to Paul the Apostle's confession in Philippians 4.13. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now 1 Corinthians Chapter 3, verse 5 says, The Lord has assigned to each his task. That means God has given each of us a purpose and a plan, a responsibility, if you would, to carry out for him this very year. Each of us must certainly, most certainly, has a God-given plan as part of the destiny he has for us. The assignment God has given to each of us includes influencing people to Christ. It includes influencing people to Christ. Notice what Jesus said to Peter after his resurrection. John 21, 16. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said. You know I love you. Then take care of my sheep. That's what Jesus said to Peter. Take care of my sheep. We know the Lord Jesus said this to Peter three times. Therefore, when we take care of other Christians, we are loving Jesus. Because he said, if you love me, take care of my sheep. So if we love Jesus, we're going to do that. And if we do take care of his sheep, we are loving Jesus. Our assignment, our destiny also includes caring for other Christians and encouraging other Christians. All right, Hebrews 6 verse 10. For God is not unfair. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other Christians. Now look at that last line again. You have shown your love for Jesus by caring for other Christians. All right, Mark 9, verse 41. For whoever gives you a cup of water to drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, assuredly I say to you, he will by no means lose his reward. Yes, it's true. God has a plan for our life. And this plan includes witnessing to the lost and caring for his children. And he guarantees a great eternal reward for those who do that. The moment you give God the permission to start guiding you, he will begin ordering your steps. Psalm 37, 23 says, the steps of the godly are directed by the Lord. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, 
they will not fall. For the Lord holds them by the hand. So God is saying, even though the godly may stumble, he will pick them up. Praise God. So you can expect the Lord to walk you through 2021. Let's say this together. Let's confess Colossians 1.9 together because we need God's guidance. And I want to encourage you to do this every day. All right, here we go. Say it with me. Colossians 1.9. I am continually receiving knowledge of God's will for every area of my life in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that I might fully please him in all things. I would encourage you, as I said, say that every day, and if you'll do that, you'll become very aware of God's guidance every day. Remember, you can fulfill your destiny. God is on your side. His grace is more than sufficient. Remember, God sees you as a mighty person of valor. One of the greatest secrets of success is simply to believe we can succeed. If you can believe you can succeed, half the battle's won. Because God is on your side, in fact, if you can believe you succeed, the battle is won. Because God is on your side to fight your battles for you, if you believe, you will succeed. So let's dare to trust him to keep us throughout 2021. I'd like to leave a few thoughts with you as I close. Firstly, say this with me. The Lord is the strength of my life. No matter what 21 holds in store, God will take me safely and successfully through it all. All right. So here are the thoughts I want to leave with you. God saved Noah from the flood. God delivered the Israelites from slavery in Egypt. God took Joseph out of the prison and made him the president of Egypt. God brought Daniel out of the lion's den and made him the king's right-hand man. God brought Peter out of jail when his chains fell off and the gate opened by itself. God shook the jailhouse for Paul and Silas and set all the prisoners free. God brought Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the burning fiery furnace without the smell of smoke on their clothes. God has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he will bring us through 2021. David said this at the worst moment of his life, when the town he was living in burnt down, his house burnt down, his family was kidnapped, all his possessions burnt, and his trusted mighty men we're ready to stone him to death. Psalm 138, verse 7, David said, Though I am surrounded by troubles, you will preserve me against the anger of my enemies. 
You will clench your fist against my angry enemies. Your power will save me. The Lord will work out his plans for my life. For your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. The entire army of Israel was after David, led by King Saul. And he says, the Lord will work out his plans for my life. Say that right now. The Lord will work out his plans for my life. Say this, 2021, 2021 will be a success for me and my family because God will work out his plans for my life. Yes, we have God the Father for us. We have Jesus Christ the Lord for us. We have the Holy Ghost for us. And innumerable company of angels on our side. And we have God's never failing word to depend on. We will make it through 2021, no matter what happens. We love you. God bless you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. How many of you would say, Apostle Thea, I need Jesus in my life. I have to make sure I'm going to heaven one day. If that's you, say this little prayer with me. Dear Lord, please forgive me for my sins. Come into me and save my life. I declare you are the Lord of my life. And I'll live for you with all my heart till I see you face to face on that wonderful day. If you said that, God richly bless you. Keep serving Jesus, and we'll see you in heaven. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.